Hello everyone, welcome back to Everything From Top To Bottom with Thomas and Brett. Yes! Oh, I can't, I don't even think you understand how excited I am that we are both in this episode together. I think I can, everyone can tell how excited you are. I miss you so much, it's not even funny. Which is wild considering the weeks that, or the couple weeks it feels like I know we've it's, had. it's been a couple weeks we since were, we've like seen each other. Well, we've been chasing episodes, correct, and trying to catch up to make sure we're posting every week because we just have so many dedicated listeners that totally. just, they they can't go a week without us. But I mean, I will say people seem to enjoy the Q and A episode. A little bit. Oh, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fun. I didn't enjoy being away from you. I think it's more fun when we're doing this together. No, I agree. And well, everyone said we should do Zoom, and I feel like we would have done a Zoom. We just had no time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were in city from city to city. So were you? Well, you were in one city. I was in one city. I mean, we talked about it on the last pod, but that was kind of a miserable little experience for me. And then, um. I was kind of like a little sick for that week and going into it and then met this man and just kind of nose down. Well, you know Jeez. what? You know what? It, when it, when the going is good, you got to get it. I mean, I guess so. Some of us were just traveling, working. It wasn't just all fun and games. I had to work when I was in Nashville. No, totally. Uh, but it's crazy to, uh, I will say, in terms of like recapping the weeks, um, when I'm in Nashville, I'm there for work and I go into the office and I work remotely. Okay. And it's crazy to go into an office. Totally. It really is such, it like, it makes me realize why an office is like good and bad for me. Yeah. Because in one vein, it, it was nice to talk to people. Totally. I was able to socialize with more people. Um, but I was exhausted at the end of the day and I felt so disconnected from people. Yeah, I agree. I think like working from home, you like for me working in an office, what it, what helps me is that I am, I have something in front of me, these people in front of me that I'm actively seeing that are kind of holding me accountable in a way. Whereas at home, I feel like I would be able to fake it a lot more. I would be able to, Tune out more if I could And you know me with tuning out like, You love a good tune I out I will tune out if I can And it's not great So I think offices hold me accountable in a way No, I think that's good to know about yourself I mean, when I was there It was Again, it's also very condensed time period Because I am there for a purpose And I'm trying to meet do as much as possible In the couple of days that I am there So right. it's a lot to cover I'm also trying to do work But then also socialize I don't what, know what What were you even doing? We're doing a lot of work for pricing. We're um, we're launching um, a new uh, point of sale system that requires development work. So we're in the initial stages of that. Okay. So I was got it, got I had it, to be it. there in person. Um, plus, I try to go at once a quarter. Yeah. To go see the people I work with. But so you had to like do all work. Y'all were going out after. Yes, we had our dinners. We went out with. Um, we had lunches. Was it good? The food. In all of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I it's nice to see people I talk to all the time and like see the face to face and um, like see my boss in person mm-hmm. and you know it just it's just easier to get work done sometimes. But I'm still a, a big proponent of the like it was nice to leave. Totally, it's just <laughs> interesting. Like, okay, if you have like you know you having a good work experience, a work trip experience. Yes. Me not having a great work trip experience. Well, I also I live the life of luxury when I'm on the work trip. I mean, yeah. granted. 
like when I go on a work trip, you know, I'm flown in, I have a car, I have a nice hotel, um, you know, I get to have nice meals and dinners and. But do you did you have to see everyone? Like my problem was having to be with everyone for so long. Like, oh, for sure. I mean, I'm there with somebody at you know eight o'clock in the morning and then almost until eight o'clock at night. Exactly. That's so long. That was what was like draining for me. No, I I but I guess I'm used. To, I'm not used to that, but I've done it before. Like when I used to travel for work with the buyers, we, that was the day. Like you'd get up at five a.m. You'd get the train. We, I used to take the train all the way to uh, New York and back in one day. Yeah. You have to take the 6 a.m. train, which gets you there around 10. You have your client meetings from 10 until 2. You get on like the 2, 3, or 2.30, 3 o'clock train, get back at like 7, 8 o'clock, and then you have to go back to work the next day. The Boston to New, I mean, Boston to New York train line. Yeah. But I'm happy you got to have the experience. I think a work trip is very uh, important for yeah. your career and development. And if, I mean, if, if it's something you like, like I realized early on, I was like, oh, I love this travel piece of it. Totally. I mean, I could totally see myself liking it. I think it was good to have an experience like that because when you have one experience, all of a sudden, like your next experience, you, you have a little bit more of a knowledge going into it. It's a little bit easier. Yes. And the more and more you do things, the easier it's going to get no matter what. If you hate it or not hate it, like if you're forced to do something more and more, Change is inevitable. This episode is about growth. And where would that stem from? Oh, so many things. I love growth. <laughs> I love growth in 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 personal lives, friendships, physical people. Physical people. Growth. Growth is great. Not a wart. We don't like those growths. Look, but we don't shame people for having warts. No. I've had warts. No, I would never shame someone for having a wart, but they're just not welcomed. They're really not welcomed. I wouldn't welcome those. They're, they, I get them on my knee. Well, I oh, that hurts. Or on my elbows. Oh, is that where you're usually on? Your knees and your elbows? I guess so. Mm. The frogs. Mm. Yes, and... <laughs> so I think it's important to note that the topic of growth is here because we went through a little bit of a... I've been calling it a tiff. I think it's more of a disconnection or not communicating effectively or. Yeah, I thought it was, I think it was a disconnection for the first week and then a very poor lack of, mis there are a lot of miscommunication the second week. Okay. Which is then led into both of us coming into this day Almost thinking. Do you think it was like a buildup? Do you think I'm, I I thought about it before? Like, I wondered if it was more of just like a buildup, and then this is the spark that ignited it, or was this more incidental for you? I think it was a little bit of a buildup. A buildup. I agree. I think it was a lot of things on top of one another that like weren't necessarily like bad things. Like they were never things that like anyone wanted to really talk about or like pinpoint, but. Yeah. I think they were necessary things that eventually led up to me taking a little bit of a break, which then led to my spiral. Led to, <laughs> led to, yeah, just led to two different paths taken. We have lived two different lives these past two weeks, which 
we haven't done in the past like two years. Two basically. years. Um, it's crazy that the, uh, it, that the podcast is like because uh, people ask me when I first started it, they're like, "Oh, you're going into like business with Thomas. Like, does that smart thing to do?" Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I always was with the notion that like. This is his idea. I yeah. am, I am not making him do this at all. And but, also, we haven't really gotten into like business business of anything necessarily. No, yet. this is this is primarily just like fun and games for the most part. Totally. But it's still a, a partnership in the sense. Yeah. Um it's totally a partnership. We're making this pod together. And I think that's important. That was something that you told me today in the car when we were having our little like conversation. Yes. Um, because it's important to have conversations with friends, even if it is like uh-huh. difficult conversations. Yes. One thing that you can never really know is how the other person is going to react. Uh, yeah. So don't try to think about how the other person is going to react. You know, I want trust to. in your friends a hundred percent, but trust in your friends and like have difficult conversations because they're worth it and they can lead to great things. But one thing you said was last week I kind of freaked out a little bit and took our episode a little too serious almost in a way. Part of it was because I was nervous about the concept, how we had made it, how it was being edited. A lot was going into it. But it was also three times as much work. I had to edit yours, I had to edit mine, and then I had to put them together to make one. So it felt like I was editing three different podcasts almost. And so I think it led to this like frustration. And what I need to remember is that over anything this is for you and me this is a fun thing for us to do our conversations i still believe to this day are important for people yes and i think people are enjoying us i really hope y'all are enjoying us i think we have a small group of people that that do i mean i i know verbatim from people that have talked to me that i know obviously but have less listened to it um actually i think a friend of mine he said that he relates it to the reasonably shady podcast. I mean, don't even start with me. No, he said that, and I didn't even ask for him to say that. I was like, he's gonna die when I tell him. And I, that's the highest compliment to receive. I just, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. I've gotten people to like. I've gotten personal DMs of like two or three people just saying like, I really enjoyed it. It made me smile. That's it. all you need. I'm like, because that's what like that's the thing about podcast is like when I listen to a podcast like. I had a really enjoyable... My first time listening to a podcast was on a road trip. Yeah. And I had a really enjoyable road trip. I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed the people I was listening to. I felt like this was a great way to learn, a great time spender. And it made me smile. It made me a little bit happy. And so starting this, I just want to make some someone a little happy. And if one person smiles... I'm happy. I'm so good. My mission's accomplished. Let's keep doing this. That's what this is like all about. Well, our happiness is also important as well. Totally. And no one's going to be happy if if we're, we're not, not happy. happy. Well, I think, you know, with Oh, some people might be happy. <laughs> happy. <laughs> Who the fuck is rating our <laughs> podcast less than 5 stars? Okay. Let's not. Maybe they're listening. Hate what? Hate listening. Totally, totally. <laughs> you know what? Keep listening. You know what? If you gave us a one star, sorry you hate it, but glad you're still listening to us. I'm so happy. Um, I think we've. I I feel good about today in our discussion. I don't feel. I feel like sometimes when you have deep conversations, that they have lingering side effects. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like, it's like you've had it, but then there's still outstanding points. I don't feel outstanding. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> I feel outstanding. I don't feel there's out any outstanding yeah. follow-ups that I need to discuss with you anymore or need to touch on well that was further that was what i kind of was i was like not letting us walk out of that car without feeling like okay we are at a good place yeah um i honestly don't even remember what we talked about i mean i do the 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 subjects but really kind of blanking out already no already yeah i mean it's because it's not about that like but we are we're growing well i always just want to keep i think what keeps us as good friends which i do forget because i have not had a friend or have not always acknowledged the friends that i feel are willing to invest i'm just not used to that like Mm -hmm. i'm not used to the investment so it's more easy it's more easy i can't speak today that's usually me i'm enjoying it i'm like an i'm I, I, Come on, Stutterbug, <laughs> let's go! I, I'm just not used to that response or behavior from someone to want to invest. And so I don't know what to do with it all the time or how to engage with it. Because in my head, if there's a problem, that's it. Like, that's the cutoff, you know? Yeah. And whether it's my creation or the other person's creation, it seems fairly easy always on the opposite end to not want to fight for something. And so I think that always is in the back of my head of like, they're probably not even going to want to work through it with me. But, and I do value the conversations. I'm very open and honest, but talking to you this time, I was nervous and very scared to see what your reaction would be. Yeah. And I can understand that. I think, especially, you know, like we said, two years where we have gone talking almost every day and we did took like, I mean, we still talked like not every day, but like a good probably 10 days out of that 14. But we didn't talk. No, we didn't talk, but we had like some type of communication. There was an exchange, but. Which in itself is already growth. I would like to say on my part, (laughs) because usually when I go radio silent, I go radio silent. Yes. And I And did, this time I only went radio silent for like a day, really. I did acknowledge that a little bit, that I did feel like you had a little bit of growth in terms of your way of communicating. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Um, to, for me to to really understand what was happening. And I don't know if it's just a me thing. I no, I think, well, I shouldn't say no. We're not saying no to each other anymore. Uh, but I think. <laughs> yes, and? I think. Us, I think honesty and communication is really the only way that growth can happen. And in those moments, I wasn't being 100% honest with you yes, or 100% communicative with you. I still don't know if that's a word, but I feel like I say it every no, podcast. No, communicative. Yes. Communi- um, it's our podcast. We can make up any language we want. You're right. And... I think that's important for me to acknowledge on my own growth scale. That's a perfect transition into what we're going to talk about today. Hell yeah. Which is about growth. And do you think somebody can max out on their growth? I mean, yeah. Like, 
around seventh grade, my dick hit <laughs> seven and a half inches, and that's kind of where it started to. Oh, now you're revealing yourself. Oh. Or was that a lie? It could have been. It could have been a lie. Who knows? Who knows? But we'll know at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, you've been. Well, ver- some people will know. You've been very well. That's very true. Are they <laughs> listeners? Who knows? <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this and have also seen my penis, hi. <laughs> Should I also say the same for myself? Yeah, but we know they. Well, are no, I'm desperate. Well, you know what? You were not a desperate thing. I saw you've been posting thirst traps. You posted one on Monday for the because I needed people to listen to our episode. <laughs> but you were supposed to post a thirst trap every couple hundred followers or something here and there. We haven't gotten a couple hundred followers. First of all, that was on Instagram, right? And we have only hit 150 followers. So if anyone was supposed to do a thirst trap, it was you. Okay. Also. If you look at our TikTok, I mean, at our Instagram, we lost a follower. We're not even at 150. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Bummer. Well, I really haven't been investing in Instagram, though. No, screw Instagram. TikTok's the way to go. It's like, yeah. I've been enjoying our little videos. And you know what? Um, Somebody, when I was in Nashville, this is a ha-ha, somebody messaged me off one of the dating apps and was like, hey... I'm friends with so-and-so. I listen to your podcast. I know. You told me that. That is insane. I've never been recognized on a grinder or dating app like for this podcast. Yes. But that is insane. And it was crazy, the connection, and that he lived in like New Hampshire and then lives in Nashville and listens to the podcast and recognized my face f- on the app. Like For sure. That, and your name, probably. That's crazy. No, I don't have my name. But that, that's, yeah. <laughs> But that's wild. No, that's so wild. I'm waiting for the time when I am sought out in a club and someone's like, oh my God, are you everything top to bottom? And I'm going to be like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's growth. That's growth, mama. I I mean, let's talk about the growth of this podcast. Like, Jesus. I mean, let's relax a little bit. It's not that crazy. I think we has good traction. I just don't want to overinflate our egos a little bit to say that like we're now Mr. Worldwide. I agree. We're definitely not Mr. Worldwide by any means. I'm talking about the fact that we've gone from episode one to episode seven. Like, seven. Whoa. That's all, how many episodes are we gonna do? I don't know. I think we were originally are planning we gonna like stop? I mean we were originally <laughs> planning like ten or a, a twelve in a season. But I think we should do a full season of something. But then we need point, a break. Like, no we, t- we need a break at some point just to give the, you know the fans a little breathing room. Yes. Um we don't be stepping on their necks with our like drop dead episodes every week no i can't we're killing the girlies and they know it they know it they know it they're suffering out there they're begging for our content so i guess one question i really want to talk about um and point that i want to discuss is like how possible is growth and where does growth come from um yeah do you want me to answer well, I'm curious on your position of growth. Do you think people can change? Is growth and change diff- the same? Can they be different? Uh, let's Which a- question do you want to answer? <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. This is an SAT test here. The question of whether or not I think people can grow slash change. Yeah, that's the big encompassing one. I think... I would like to believe more... That okay. people can and, and have the possibility to, to grow and change. Um, I think it's a hard thing to commit yourself to 
and certainly something that takes time. And I think it's also perception. You know, if you if you like somebody, right? If you value their friendship, if you see good in them at their core, then how they exist and move through life, you're going to vision their growth as their change, you know, and willingness to move through. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, even for your uh, for myself, I've gone through lots of growth and change totally. in my life, just in terms of going from essentially bookworm, you know, to whore. You know, that's such a club <laughs> going whore. <laughs> you know, I went from book calling wor- people cum sluts. <laughs> I've gone from bookworm to looking at whose horse is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whose horse is that? Come um, on, we got references now. I know. Bookworm to like booked and busy. You know totally. what I mean? Now I have a full, vibrant schedule of activities, and it's kind of exciting, you know? I mean, a blossoming social agenda. And people that kind of have known me through that time period, before and after, would say that I've changed a lot, you know? I would say you've changed a lot. But it's a hard thing to say to someone because I don't feel that I've changed as myself. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fundamentally. Like I feel you have st- your core. Yeah, I still feel I still feel me, you know? Yeah, and I don't think that that I think yeah, there are some things that about people that are not going to change. But I also think that there are you know, things can change on the drop of a hat. Anything can happen. You don't know what's going to happen in your life, how things are going to be affected, what's going to happen. Yes. And that's where I think change doesn't necessarily happen when you want it to happen, where you want it to happen, and it, you can't force it to happen upon someone. Change is really only going to happen when it is right for that person in their life and it makes sense. And all of a sudden, all these little things click where it's like, oh, it's a realization almost. Because that's where I feel like I've changed. Like, I feel like I rem- I have sometimes all of a sudden been thinking and I'm like, I've heard people telling me this mm. over and over again. Mm. And it's not until right now that I actually understand it where I'm like, oh, that's what that means. That was the advice that they were giving me. That's what they were trying to portray to me. When do you think is a like this is, I think, a challenge I had with you in general, but. I think it's a challenge that a lot of people face, especially in like families or friends. Like, when do you stop changing? No, if you're trying to get someone to change, right? Like, if you believe someone can change, or you believe someone has the the, the capacity to change, and you keep telling them turn left, turn left, turn left, and they never turn left, would you advise them to keep telling them left until they're blue in the face? Or do you just let them turn left and remove yourself because you know that's going to drive you crazy? I think you have to... I think telling them to turn left is smart. It's being a good friend. But I think you can't force anyone to turn left. You could grab that wheel from them and force them to turn left. They're still going to go back. But it's 100%. They could go back. They're not going to act. They're not doing it. Right. So in the end of the day, you know, I do think that there is a point there where you do stop saying turn left. You let them make their own turns and do what they want to do at some point. 
and I think it's okay to remove yourself in a way. I think it's important to establish though and not let things get to the point where you don't love this person anymore and you can't hold space for this person in their in your heart. You know what I mean? I do. I think you have to still be there, but it's it's a hard question. You're right. I think, well, I mean, the innuendo is obviously me to you. I keep telling you things, and then it's like, are you, is he going to change? You know? Is he going to act different? Is he going to do something different? And my hope is yes. My hope is always, if, if you love somebody, you're, the, the thought is yes, you know? But like you said, it has to come from you. Correct. It, it's not going to, I can tell you till I'm blue in the face to do something. It's not until you say, Okay, I'm I'm gonna do this now. Right, and but so, it's coming from a. Okay, so our this example is you're telling me that you want me to be a little bit more communicative and not cut myself off fully. Sure, we can use that. Okay, so if we're going there, that is something that like fundamentally has always kind of been just part of me, my coping skills, and we talked about it today in the car that. It's not something that anyone really seemed to care about much until right. all of a sudden I am an adult in Boston and I seem to have like friends that really do constant like want to know and are just a little bit worried about me sometimes. Yes. Um, and I think I'm not going to change. There might be another time where I might have to cut myself off. But what I hope is that with each time I'm like kind of cutting myself off or taking space, it becomes less and less of cutting myself off as it does become taking space. Because in the past, I have fully cut off. Mm-hmm. I have tried to be more communicative. I didn't necessarily communicate to you the exact feelings of why everything was going down and stuff like that. But I did try to let you know I was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't try to fully ignore you. I wanted to let you know that I was I received a text. Yes. And so it's little things like that where those things can change. And I'm, you know, as a friend that deeply cares about you, I want to work on things that you might have issues with or because I wouldn't, I trust you. And if you're telling me that there's an issue with it, that typically does mean, oh, it's probably like hurting my life in a way because potentially I, yeah i would just i i would believe you i think that you ha- are looking out for me and have my best interest at heart always so i think that that's where it goes is that like over time i do think change is possible i think it takes you know me wanting it i think it takes other people wanting it um and it takes the right set of circumstances right but here i am not fully cutting myself off from everyone now. And I did I not acknowledge? I said I did. And you did. I you said did. there was some progression there. Um, I think that then that is more isolated than everything else. Totally. But for the most part, as an example, I think it's. I think it depends on the situation. I don't know if there's a clear answer because in terms of like, when do you stop telling someone or or when do you stop expecting change or expecting growth from them? Like I, I mean, I have family members where right. if you just give up, right? Like you've, I mean, these people are older, you know, they're in their fifties and sixties and they just have not changed. Yeah. And you kind of just have to take them at face value and deal with it. And know what you can and can't change. I think sometimes a lot of people want change from people that are mentally ill 
And how much change can you really ask from someone? For sure. It's a lot to push on someone. You know, like I think of my friends that go through a lot of a lot of things and sometimes I hear them and I'm listening to them and I feel like I'm giving the same advice. Sometimes it's been that way to you. Yeah. And it's like how many times do you know, that's where that question comes into play of how many times do I keep telling them to turn left or something like that? And it brings up the question of like I think people ask all the time, when is it going to be the time that someone's going to leave me? Yeah. Um, you know, in my relationships, that's something that I was always really scared about. Not necessarily in my friendships as much, but in my relationships, I have always been very terrified of like, oh my God, is that the text that's going to ruin everything and going to yes. make them think that I am weird and be like, okay, you know what? I need to take some time and then start to fully ghost me and cut me off. And that type of anxiety is not great. Debilitating. Debilitating. But I feel like we've kind of just talked ourselves in a circle around. Like, is it possible? Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> you can get some growth. I think people... I think my final answer is yes. Growth is possible, 100%. Is growth different than change? Mm, no. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think growth is different in change in that... I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Well, it was yours. It was mine. <laughs> I think growth is a version of change. Yeah, I, I believe that any type of growth is going to be changed. But whether you you know go from 6'1 to 6'2, a little tiny growth, Yes. It, it, it's, it's a change. It's a change. No matter what type, even as irrelevant as it is. But... I, I would agree and say that it is a version and I think it's also something that hurts and can feel good at sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like growing pains. Mm -hmm. We all have them. We all are trying to push ourselves, whether it's a new job or it's a new friendship, it's a new relationship. It's a, um, you know, a new city or something of all a new, um, but it, it's change is necessary in order to, experience life totally and that sounds so silly but and i don't always stand behind those words because i like comfort you know yeah. i think everyone likes comfort yeah but i think that change doesn't necessarily always have to be uncomfortable say more about that I think change can sometimes be ecstatic. Your first orgasm. Okay. I think we should clarify in the sense that a first time or a, the, well, okay. Do you think the initial change is good or do you think the aftermath of a change is better? Like, oh, uh, I guess the aftermath. But I, I mean, but. I mean, it depends on the question. I think the aftermath of the change is great. Learning from change and growth, all that, great. Yeah, yes. But in that certain situation, You're... that one moment of change was feeling pretty good, I'm sure. Okay. I just got the chills for some reason. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like thinking of like some, I don't know. That should be a conversation. Our firsts. Our first. Our oh, first. we could totally do a first episode. Yeah. That could be fun. That would be very interesting. 
I honestly think that we've hit a lot of good points. Is there anything else that you want to touch on with growth? When did your dick stop growing? (laughs) (laughs) Did you measure when you were young? Yeah. Okay. I remember when my dick was four inches. I remember the guys were talking about like measuring and they were saying how you have to measure from a certain point for it to count. Like yeah. you can't measure from like shaft up. It has to be like flat out or something. You know what I'm, do you know what I mean? Like No, like on you're talking about on the top of the, the top, dick? correct. Like you have to place the Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz I guess when you're more erect, like you get more distance, you know? I like, could see that, but you also yeah, cuz if you measure from the side, you can like push that ruler into the base. True. It's true. And so some guy was saying how he was like, oh, I'm eight inches or whatever. And they're right. like, no way. No, you're like really adding on a little bit. You're like adding three inches to yourself. For sir. sure. So, or if you have some like hair down there, that could cover part of the ruler and you don't know where the ruler's going. No, it disappears. Totally disappears. So I was like, well, let me go home and try. And then that's when I think, I think that's when the process of being more like self-conscious about my body became into play because you started hearing people really talking about how like size determined basically your relevance yeah. to people or like your attractiveness, like the bigger your dick was, the more attractive you were or whatever. And like, what grade was this in? I think ninth grade, which is like, yeah, I mean, it's so crazy that like freshman year high schoolers are like going around talking about how big each other's dicks are. And like, it, and most of them are probably lying. Is it, the thing? It's like a. St- I don't know why it was like a status symbol. So I went home. Totally, to me- it I, wasn't mine. School too. I went home to measure, and I was like, "Okay, let me Google what this number means." And then I'm like googling, and you're like, "Okay, interesting. Oh, oh what is going on in this country?" <laughs> like, because you can see all the different countries and the different sizes, and what's average, and all the tests, and then what country has the biggest dick. I think it's like in Zambia or something. Come on, Zambia with that personal growth. I think it's like seven and a half is like the biggest average. Jeez. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I saw a tweet that said seven and a half was the perfect size. Okay. So, which I kind of agree with. If you have seven and a half, let us know. Seven and a half is not too big or not too small. All right. Thanks for letting us know. I mean, I don't know. We both said last podcast, dick size doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But I think to to a certain group of people, sass is everything. Well, hopefully those people can experience some personal growth and not have so much judgment. Well, you made me reveal on the podcast that I made someone come hands-free, and that was quite the conversation topic when people were asking me about it. They're I mean, l- you're welcome. I set you up for that. <laughs> you know, you did set me up for it because I had given you this ragtag um, comment that was like Why don't you hype me up more for this Like all the bros out there Like they make the girl you know squirt And they're like yeah bro And then I tell you this and you're yeah, like bro, you make uh, the bottom call. Yeah and you're like alright cool I remember the first time I like was really coming here for you, And I like looked and I could see Like the cum Move through my dick Alright you know what I mean Okay, Like through the vein I, you can like see, It's like I trust me. I know because when That's you jerk, happened. it's like you're really only seeing the top. I'm not like look. I'm not like yeah. So this was the time where I was like you just watched it all, and I was like looking. And it was but like, was that with yourself Whoa! or with someone? No, I've done it with someone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like watched it happen. That's crazy. I felt it happen. It was baller. Yeah. Um, Should I hype you up for that one? Hey! Round of applause. Hands free. 
Um, do you have anything more to say about growth? I think that we can leave it at that. We can stop the growing and transition into our hot and the ugly. Of well, the wait. Week. Let's wrap it up. We should wrap up with growth a little bit. All right. Let's wrap up with growth. Well, I think, yeah, growth is important. I think that everyone should learn to grow with their friends, allow space for others to grow, be patient with people, and stop going online and hating people. And <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's stupid. Like, They need to grow up. They need to grow up, and you need to allow other people to grow. If someone does something that you don't like, like, of course you're allowed to voice your opinion, but be as respectful as possible and, like, <laughs> Know that, like, it's either that person's time to grow or not. Exactly. And you can't, like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's so hard to go. Because part of me wants to be like, you can't change anything by being a bitch. But then people have been a bitch and changed things. So I don't know what the right answer is. No one ever knows what the right answer is. But that's this podcast. Overall, I would say we need to ch 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 our life and grow. I obviously agree with your sentiments. I think it also has to be a two-way street. Totally. You know, because you someone has to be someone who's willing to grow has to be willing to listen to the person that is willing to allow that person to grow. Right. You know, and I think another uh, final point that I would want to make is that my vision for someone's growth, say it be you or somebody else, may not look like how I want it to look. Correct. You know, and I think that is one thing that I have to process since I'm a control freak. And as we know, I cannot let anything up. So. Correct. It's a two way street. Yes. But everyone needs to also be patient with each other in that growth and allow people can grow easier when they do have support and love around them. Yes. And. Uh, well, isn't it nice to be loved? Totally. So nice to be loved. <laughs> All right, should we transition ourselves into the hot and the ugly? Fuck yeah! You know, people really do like this segment. Because it, it's the best segment! It does bother me a little bit. Who's ready to get hot and who's ready to get ugly? I really haven't grown past mm, it. I've grown into it so much. Well, since you've grown into it, do you want to share what your hot or ugly is of the week first? Um, Sure. All right. My hot of the week... My hot of the week was Valentine's Day. Oh, very. which I really have not ever had a like good Valentine's Day. I mean, I guess I remember in high school like Valentine's Day was whatever because we were all kids and so it was like a little bit different, but being an adult like there's been a few years where Valentine's Day has been like kind of hard and you're like going through all these things and it sucks and this year, I wasn't like I was coupled up. I, I didn't have... It's not like I'm I'm in a relationship or anything like that. You had a date. You had a Valentine's yeah, date. Yeah, I had a really nice, lovely, pressure-free date that was great. And we had a lot of fun together. And um, it was really nice to like have at least one Valentine's Day where I can be like, you know what? That was a good one. That's there might be a little bit of a reason for this holiday. Wow. He's getting sentimental. Uh. <laughs> So my hot yeah, let me hear it. Was I went out Saturday night Ooh, to the club, burning me. And I think, and I thought it'd be relevant because we've talked about me going out and how stressful yeah. that can be. 
And I had a really genuine good time going out. I think that's so hot. It's crazy. So hot. It was, and I, I said it before on my bra- uh, Bravo by Brett stories, but I'll, Follow. Repeat, I'll repeat it for the group. Come on. I uh, went over to my friend's place, and I was meeting his other friends. Yeah. And I hadn't met them before, so I was a little nervous. Work. So, so I get there. We're all, like, we're all cuddled up on the couch with blankets at, at, like, 7 o'clock at night. Love. Love. What are you drinking? Now that's the thing. <gasps> We're having margaritas Ooh. out of the bucket, okay? There we go. Just keep pouring them and pouring them you up. You were in your little heaven. I was, you know, tequila. You went tequila does to me. So I'm ready to go. I'm, we're talking. We're chatting. We're watching. Honestly, we're watching like old Super Bowl things, like music videos, like yeah. stuff that we've done. And I'm going. This is a fun group. This is a good group. And they're like, "Hey, do we want to heading to the club? It's like, let's get there by like 10:30, 11." I'm like, "Oh God, that's early for some people." But I'm like, hey, I'm down. You know, let's go. Why not? And so we get there. It's mellow. You know, it's not bopping, but it's not dead. It's just uh-huh. mellow. And so I get my drink. We get going. And, you know, of course, it starts to flood in. But the music was going good. I was dancing. I was vibing. I was, like, moving around the club. Just bloop, 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 bloop. And um, finally, you know, I'm, like, getting tired. You know how you get tired in the club. You're like, oh, gosh, I need a nap. Literally. It was, like, 1230. And we get back by, like, 1. I passed out. I got the best sleep of my life. That's so hot. Yay. Should I share my ugly? or You can share your ugly. I have my ugly plan this time, so I know it. But okay, well. Go for it. No, you, we should do back and forth. You should okay. go. Um, my ugly is problems with your mouth, like inflamed taste buds. <laughs> I have inflamed taste buds right now because I eat too much sour and spicy stuff. Oh, those while, sour Skittles? Did yeah, you, while also oh, those being, those destroy your mouth. For sure. And I'll eat bags of them. No, I know I do too, but They're my literally mouth, my favorite candy. No, I, I, they are mine my as well. My mouth is literally... And like spicy fried chicken. Like I know. That's all I'm eating. No wonder you shit brains. I mean... And my mouth has like not been good this past like... I mean, and then I was sick with like my throat. The early, tonsils. Like, it's literally like back-to-back weeks of being just like, what the fuck? I'm so mad. Um... So that's pretty much my ugly. Also, um, celebrities filming Architectural Digest videos before <laughs> they even move into their fucking home. You privileged little brats. We won't mention who that is. Okay. What's your ugly? Um, it actually goes into the antithesis of your hot. I don't know what that means. Opposite. Antithesis? Yeah. Love. So I had a horrible Valentine's Day. Oh. I did go out with my friends and right. I was having a nice time with them. Um, but... I got home in the hotel and I just felt so alone. Like I had gone the whole day kind of living in this like weird escapism. I'm not cause I, I woke up at like 4am, yeah. got on my flight, like flew, got, went to work. Like I was on this rush of a day where I wasn't really on my phone. I wasn't looking at my text messages or anything. I was really working the whole day and then went to dinner with my friends and we had a nice time, like a good you know, kind of like a Galentine's in a way. Um, but it was a little embarrassing because we went to a, like every restaurant we went to, it was um, prefix. Oh, menu. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of nice. But it's, if it's good. But that doesn't matter because no one is there as a group. Everyone is coupled. Oh. We were in a restaurant where everybody was sitting two by two, and right. it was all three of us. And they're both married. They both have husbands. Like. They gave up their Valentine's Day, like they don't, they didn't believe in the day, whatever. Like they're sure. mo- they're modern, and um, 
I was like, I was, I, and I was in the same vein too. I'm like, it's just a day who cares? Like whatever. And then I like, got, back, got back to my hotel room and I just like wouldn't stop crying because I was like, no one talked to me today. Like this is supposed to be the day of love. Like nobody loves me. And I'm like, of course I go on social media and I'm like looking at everyone posting about their, I love my boo. I love my thing. You know, like thank you for 45 years of happiness. And I'm like, well, am I ever going to have somebody that loves me? I'm not going to die in a hole. How did you know I was, had a Valentine's thing? Because I didn't post about it on social. Do you not understand? I know you so deeply and so well. You were tracking my location. Of course. <laughs> I also already knew anyway. Like, I already had a feeling. I don't even get... Don't even... Th- I, I want you to understand, my disease and sickness is knowing your move before you make it. Uh-huh. That and, is. Okay? Because... That's usually the ugly of my week. Okay? Because I am ill and have to have... Some control over how people act. Well, hey, here's to mentally ill. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. Make sure you are following us, rating us, reviewing us at everything from top to bottom. At top to bottom. On at a, top to bottom pod. Correct. On TikTok. Correct. Instagram. Correct. And everything from top to bottom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. The way I can never do it this Outro correctly is I know It's from my old YouTube days oh, yeah. I have it like Locked and loaded It's the Gen Z I know an you. intro And an outro See that's why I keep being and around Um I love you best friend Okay I'm so happy to be back mm. With you You mean the world Episode 7 In the books In the books baby We're off the Outro music now Oh